Hey friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Inspired Business Podcast. This week, I'm on a special spring break trip with my daughter. We hopped on a plane to New York City to see a Broadway show. Oh, I'm so super excited. It's my first time in New York. We are determined to make some fun memories Of course, I'm taping this episode while I'm still back at home at my desk in Wisconsin, but think of us and pray for us this week in the Big Apple because we are planning to do all the touristy things. So wherever you are tuning in from today, just thank you for listening. You really do bless me with each episode that you choose to listen to. You know, today we're talking about a topic that comes up in my coaching group from time to time, but also especially among my colleagues who've been creating and selling digital products and online courses for a while. And I think you might be curious about it too. So I hope that this episode is going to be a blessing to you. We are talking about refunds, money back guarantees. These are two slightly different things, but closely related. We'll talk about that in a minute. But should you offer refunds for digital products? That is the question. Now, some content sellers say yes, and some say no. Neither is right or wrong. It's a preference thing. As the owner of your business, you get to decide. So today, we're going to unpack some of the pros and the cons of offering refunds or money-back guarantees for digital products. So so to start with, like I just mentioned, I want to clarify that difference between a money-back guarantee and a refund. Obviously, if you have a money-back guarantee, that means you offer refunds. But you can offer refunds without having a money-back guarantee. Basically, your refund policy is your refund policy. If somebody asks for one, it's up to you whether or not you give it a refund. But when you make a bold statement on your sales page, It has a little, you know, insignia that says money back guarantee. You are essentially telling potential buyers that you believe in your product so much, you're going to promise that they will get their money back if they don't like it. So a money back guarantee is essentially a tactic. And we'll talk more about that in a bit. So, But first of all, let's talk about why would you not offer refunds for digital products? What are the arguments against offering refunds? Well, the big one is that digital products can't be returned. Once somebody downloads your PDF, they have access to it. You can't be certain they're going to delete it or that they won't share it with other people. Maybe that they'll even keep using it after they've gotten their money back. Online courses are slightly different because you can revoke access to a course. If your course is protected by a password login, typically your course tool will allow you to revoke somebody's access. But that doesn't mean that somebody couldn't consume your entire series of modules in a week and then ask for a refund, right? It's not like returning a pair of shoes. Digital products can be consumed and retained in ways that physical products cannot. And that is one argument that people use against offering refunds, which makes sense. Another argument is that refunds are a pain to manage especially if you're a solo business owner and you're the person responsible for customer service and for bookkeeping, having to respond to customer requests for refunds and then to log into your checkout tool to issue those refunds and then to go into your email management tool to remove tags from buyers, it is kind of a hassle. 
it's tedious. So that's another reason that online business owners in our space don't like refunds. And then there's the issue of financial predictability. Once you've made a sale, you count that as income. And it's not a good feeling to go back and deduct that income weeks or a month later when somebody asks for a refund, especially if you're selling big ticket items like a $1,000 course or something like that. Refunds can make your income unpredictable. And that's a third reason that online sellers, especially small business owners, do not want to issue refunds. Okay, but let's talk about the cons now because, I mean, the pros. Let's talk about the pros. Here is the flip side. So it's true that digital products can't be returned and we can't monitor whether or not the buyer keeps them or has consumed all the content and then asks for their money back. We can't control the buyer's integrity. And yes, even in the Christian market, there are plenty of takers out there who will not be honest in their dealings with you. That's just how things work in a sinful world. And yet, we can control our integrity. And I want to suggest that under the right circumstances, offering a money-back guarantee or a generous refund policy can actually be a demonstration of your integrity as a business owner. And here's why. So, a few points here. First of all, refunds build goodwill. I first heard this concept from a very successful digital product seller who is a member of one of the same mastermind groups that I'm in. She runs a multi-million dollar business in the crafting industry. She sells, sells digital guides and online courses. She's been doing this a long time. And she told us that without any hesitation, she offers refunds to anybody who asks. Because first of all, it's more efficient in her busy day to just honor the refund request and then give back the money than it is to argue back and forth with a customer about whether or not they qualify for a refund under the company's return policy or refund policy. She also has numerous customers that come back to her and say thank you, that they were so impressed with her easy willingness to provide a refund that it actually endeared her to them and it made them more likely to purchase from her in the future because she's running a business based on generosity. Um, this seller that I'm talking about, she said she's built just as much goodwill and a stronger public perception of her business from her refunds as she probably has from her happy customers. And she's got thousands of those, thousands upon thousands. So in other words, her generosity comes back around in the form of respect and goodwill. She's building a brand that is known for kindness to people, whether they like her products or not. So goodwill, that's the first pro to refute the cons of offering refunds. Now, secondly, Consider that a money-back guarantee, when you put that up on your sales page, it's actually a marketing strategy. It demonstrates your integrity by promising upfront that you're not going to hold customers responsible for their purchase if they try out your product and decide it's not right for them. But it's also giving them a reason to buy in the first place. You're actually increasing the likelihood that people will take a chance on your product when you offer a money-back guarantee. And here's the thing, most of them will not utilize your guarantee. They're going to like your product. They're going to love your product. Their lives will be transformed by your product. But many of those people might not have gotten to the point of purchasing it in the first place if you had not first removed the obstacle to purchase, which is fear or buyer remorse. So people are afraid to pay for something that they might not like. So they'd rather take a chance at not buying it and not benefiting from it than taking a chance on buying it and regretting the purchase. Why do you think so many people shop on Amazon? I mean, free returns. 
I'll buy something off Amazon that I'm not entirely sure is even going to work for me. But because I know that if it doesn't, I can return it and I can get my money back. And it's a very easy, simple return process. So I will actually complete the transaction and convert from onlooker to buyer just because I know that Amazon has a very easy return policy. Now, if Amazon didn't have that return policy, I probably wouldn't buy from them in the first place. And far more often than not, the items I purchase do work out and I don't have to return them. So Amazon has a happy and loyal customer because of their return policy. That's what I meant when I said that on your sales page, displaying a very clear and bold money-back guarantee will help build your customer's confidence in you and in your business. It overcomes a common objection to purchase. And you're going to get more customers by making a promise that you'll have to follow through on only a small percentage of the time. So I don't have any solid stats, actually, to quantify how common refund requests are in the digital product space especially not for Christian creators in particular, but I can tell you from my own experience that refunds account for fewer than 5% of buyers, let's say. And, and if by offering a money-back guarantee, I can, I can capture more conversions, knowing that the vast majority of those buyers are going to keep the product and not return it, then I'm happy with that. So let's talk for a second about a few tips for offering that money-back guarantee or for a refund policy in general. First of all, give it a, a time frame. I'll typically do 30 days. And then make it a no questions asked policy, right? Don't demand people to explain their reasons for the return before you give it. Um, after you process the refund, you can certainly ask them if there was anything that you could do to improve the product. And then honestly, they'll take your, their feedback with a grain of salt. Sometimes you're going to get constructive feedback that way, but sometimes you're going to get feedback that's not the right fit for your business because the product was not the right fit for the consumer. In general, I'm more concerned with getting feedback from people who are my right fit than with people who aren't. So just consider that. Um, and then if you're selling a course in particular or a coaching program, you could consider adding some additional terms to your refund policy, such as if a customer has consumed more than 50% of the course, they're only going to get a partial refund. Or if you have a payment plan, you might say that you'll refund the remainder of what's owed, but not the past payments. Those are just some examples. There are a lot of things that you can do to make your refund policy a better fit for you. But just keep in mind that the more parameters you place around the refund, the more likely that you're going to have some arguments from customers. Okay, but now when do I not offer a money-back guarantee? Typically, I will not offer a money-back guarantee in two situations. First is for live events, like our Build Your Skills workshop series. If you watch one of those workshops live or on the replay, then you got what you paid for. So I don't deal with refund requests after the fact because the knowledge was already delivered. And it's just too easy for people to take advantage of a refund policy in that situation. I don't have the administrative bandwidth to offer refunds in cases like that. I didn't offer refunds for our Inspire Summit for the same reason. Um, secondly, I don't offer refunds for my member group because it's a month-to-month -month charge and people can cancel any time. That's essentially my, my money-back guarantee is that you, you, you can cancel any time. Nobody is committed to a long-term purchase. But it is okay to acknowledge that your customer does have some responsibility. When people enroll in, for example, my program, my month-to-month -month coaching program, knowing that there are tons of opportunities to engage with me and our coaching events each month, then the onus is on that customer to take advantage of those opportunities. I won't give a refund to someone who enrolls and then says three months later that they just didn't have the time to log in or to attend a training call. That's on them. You know, I still did my job, which was to show up every day in the online community and every week on the coaching calls 
So the customer, your customer does have a responsibility to see through the, the commitment that they made when they purchased, especially in cases like member groups. Okay, so the last point I want to make, and this is our final pro to offering a money-back guarantee as it relates to our integrity, um, that is in certain circumstances, a refund is just the right thing to do. My friend Jared Messer runs Worship Music Academy, where he sells online courses that teach people how to play worship guitar and worship piano. And this is what, word for word, what his money-back guarantee says on his sales page. He calls this his personal pledge. He says, if you're not head over heels thrilled with everything, just send us one email anytime within the first 30 days, and I'll return every penny back to you. You see, our mission at the Worship Music Academy is to equip the saints for ministry, Ephesians 4.12. So if you aren't happy for any reason, I would not feel comfortable keeping your money. In fact, I think it would be wrong. So if you don't love it, I'll gladly give you a full refund with no questions and no hassles. You have my word. And he keeps his word on that. Well, let's think about this, friends. We are in the business of creating and selling content as Christian content creators because it helps people. Our content serves them and it transforms them. What we do is a calling from God to, like Jared said, equip the saints from the book of Ephesians, right? If our products and our services do not sell, serve people well, for whatever reason, right? maybe it's not the right fit. Maybe they already knew everything we shared in our product, or maybe they bought it and then the next day they lost their job and now they just need that money back, whatever it is. If our product genuinely does not do what we designed it to do for the customer, then maybe Jared is right. Taking their money would be wrong. There is no sale that is worth sacrificing your integrity. So, refunds or no refunds? Again, it's up to you. And you might choose to offer them or to not offer them, depending on the product or the circumstance. You can have a different policy for different products. That's what I do. But at least now you're going to be making that decision with your eyes wide open, understanding these pros and cons that we just talked about. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have a great week. God bless. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Inspired Business Podcast. I hope this episode spoke to your heart and encouraged you. Hey, let's connect beyond the earbuds. If you have questions or thoughts about today's episode, feel free to email me directly at becky at theinspiredbusiness.co. That's .co. And I'll be happy to respond. I love hearing from my listeners. And I especially love working alongside you to serve people, to earn money, and to change the world in ways only Christian creators can. God bless you.